Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. If you'd like to listen to more of LPJ and Sphinx, make sure to check out Last Action Podcast, where they discuss action movies. If you're looking for more Matric, check out twitch.tv slash matriconstage. That's M-A-T-R-I-K. You can also check out his work on YouTube, and that's Matric on Stage there as well. For more of myself... Craig WK, you can listen to podcasts like The Legend of Retro and Noiseland Arcade. If you're interested in supporting Noobs and Dragons, you can go to patreon.com slash GameZilla Media, where you can pay $5 a month for access to Behind the DM Screen, our behind-the-scenes monthly special. This show wouldn't be possible without our patron support. Thank you. and dragons Hannibal Alice and Thelonious the three of you are at Fritz's dining room table and a lot of the times you just eat in the kitchen it's just you know he just slides you your meals and you know it's just you guys there's not many of you Maxwell joins you you know but uh today it's quite different uh it's uh the three of you Fritz Burial, Maxwell Steelbreeze, Mucklord Blorgzak, who uh, uh, Fritz has draped towels all over the chair that he's on and has made a path of towels that leads to the back door. Uh, Madam Wendy, Severin Redforge, uh, Madam Wendy is just kind of like picking at her food. She's, you know, not, she's an older woman, so she's not really, you know, uh, uh, eating very fast. Uh, and then, I want to make sure though, am I, can I be sitting next to Madam Wendy? I want to have a nice seat next to Madam Wendy. Uh, roll a d20 for me. <laughs> See if you got a t- uh, chair next door. Seven. Uh, you're across from Madam Wendy. All right, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Uh, so let's see. Uh, Severin Redforge is at the table. Uh, he, unlike a lot of the others, uh, well, Mucklord Blorgzak is piling in the food. But yeah, Severin Redforge is like, oh, this is great. Uh, uh, Mr. Barrio, this is solid. And he's like, just like, you know, this taking seconds, thirds. Uh, Alterius Brightmore is uh, seemingly eating kind of vegetarian. Doesn't seem like he's eating meat. I. Uh, Kizaro Bloodbane is sort of off to the side and, like, uh, looks like he seems kind of nervous to be there. But you think that he's a little at ease that he's sitting next to Mucklord Blorgzak, who is a, you know, frog person, a uh, bullywug. Uh, you know, he feels like, at least so long as not everyone's the standard races of civilization, you know, he's fine. Uh, and then uh, Orvalt Stonepike uh, is there as well. Orvalt has taken his hat off. It's like sitting on his knee. Uh, and he's eating a little slow. You think that uh, uh, maybe he has a bit of a uh, like stomach ache or anxiety or something. He's not eating quite as fast as Severin Redforge, who's sort of just looking at this as like a job. Just like, oh, yeah, yeah, whatever, just another job, you know. Uh, and 
Fritz is uh, quite delighted. He's like, well, I'm glad that all your friends have uh, been able to come for a quick visit. You did yeah. a great job. You did a great job, Fritz. The food is great. It's a big hit. He says, well, I am very delighted that you uh, are enjoying the food. It is uh, a pleasure to serve you and uh, a pleasure to have so many guests staying. Yeah, I would assume this is probably the most guests you've ever had here. Uh, oui, this is correct. I have uh, not had more than four guests at a time. <laughs> yep. Wait, that. so were, were we your, your, your biggest group in the, so far as well, before these people showed you up? You were also my favorite group. And he oh. smiles real big. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, so Fritz looks quite delighted. Uh, Maxwell is uh, uh, eating. And at the start of the meal, he was eating fairly fast and, you know, without abandon. But now it seems like... He's kind of maybe lost in his thoughts or something, and he's kind of picking at his food a little slower. Uh, let's start off with uh, you, uh, Hannibal. Uh, you guys are eating. The meal's still going. You can talk to whoever you want. You can do what you want. You can call it quits and head to bed. What do you want to do? All right. Uh, Max, you getting full, man? Oh, yeah. I... I uh, and he kind of starts to mumble, you think. Uh, Fritz is currently talking with, like, Severin towards the end of the table. You'd think he doesn't want Fritz to hear. He says, you know, I, uh, part of me's excited, young master, that, uh, we're gonna be fighting demons. He says, but, uh, another part of me is, uh, a little, little leery. Demons, uh, us and demons haven't exactly had uh, a wonderful history together, you know? That's fair. That's fair. Did I, did I show you? Did I show you my new sword? I presume that you uh, let him know. Okay. And he smiles, uh, uh, kind of a wry, uh, knowing smile, and he says, "I think you'll put it to good use." I would say so. I think we're. I think we're going to be okay. And he nods, and uh, uh, and you put his mind at ease a bit. Uh, let's uh, move on over to Alice. Uh, Alice, uh, you're sitting there. Uh, who would you like to talk to, if anybody? Uh. I'll go talk to Altarius. You uh, talk to Altarius. He's a, a, a like next to you. We'll say at the uh, table, and uh, uh, and he looks over at you. So, have you uh, ever been in a in a combat situation before? Well, uh, not particularly, to be honest with you. I, uh, uh, well, my my family is uh, from a long line of knights and paladins and priests and clerics. Uh, but I myself have not seen much in the way of combat. Ever been near a battle before? I have. Uh, many years ago, uh, I, uh, in my training, uh, was sent to a place where mercenaries had had a fight with bandits. I was uh, to operate as their medic. Uh, grizzly business. Uh, something that I wasn't looking forward to seeing again, but something that I have obtained a bit of a stomach for. Understandable. How'd you uh, get caught up in that job? Well, uh, uh, Abraham uh, wanted to make sure that I was well-versed in uh, the healing arts, and uh, he felt like it would be a good idea to emulate the teachings that he had before. Uh, 
And so I guess the his master taught him and his master's master taught him that way. And so uh, that was a, a job for me as well. Jeez, so Abraham got sent out to battle too. That must have been tough on you, though. Well, it was uh, not particularly dangerous for me. I was on the, the, the rear lines, but it was uh, grisly, quite grisly. That's understandable. It's hard to get a stomach for that sort of thing. He nods. He says, I have much admiration for the adventuring types. And he kind of nods towards you guys knowingly. Uh, Thelonious. Uh, you have uh, uh, Hannibal's talking with Maxwell. Uh, Alice is talking with uh, uh, Altarius. I probably don't have to ask, but who do you want to talk to? What would you like to say? Madam Wendy, what do you think of the food? This food is delightful. It is, isn't it? Are you enjoying your time here? I am. I mean, and she looks up at you, Blargzak, Kizaro, and she goes, I could do with a change of scenery, but the food is quite good. Hey, have you ever had any spicy chicken nuggets? I don't know what the hell a chicken nugget is. No? They're really good. You dip them in some barbecue sauce. Does that sound familiar at all? From I someone don't... named Wendy, you should know. No? Barbecue sauce? No, I don't know what that is. Mm, all right. You're missing out, Madam Wendy. You're missing out. Sauce. Next time you get out, you got to try and hunt down... Some spicy chicken nuggets. Spicy chicken nuggets. If, if I tell you I'll do that, will you stop talking to me? Madam Wendy, let me ask you this. Are there any men in your life? Uh, I guess the answer to that is no. And uh, she continues eating and kind of looks down at the uh, table. Uh, back over to uh, you, Hannibal. Uh, uh, what would you like to uh, say? Who would you like to talk to? Well, uh, <clears throat> wow, Madam Wendy, poor Madam Wendy. Um, Orvalt, uh, you okay? I know it's been stressful, and you're helping us out, and we appreciate that. Um, but you look a little green. Um, look, look a little green. How, how you holding up? He says, "Ah, uh, well, to be honest with you, uh, a lot of my duties and uh, responsibilities are a little more administrative." these more recent years uh the city's pretty safe you know we deal with crime every so often but it's not often that i'm on the uh front lines uh been a bit since i've been in a battle i was quite experienced before uh but you know it uh you know you know it just it'll take a little bit for me to get back in the swing of things that's fair that's fair um, I see you left you left things in the hands of uh, of Reginald and, and Jeremiah. Um, if I were to pick, that those those two would be my picks. He says, "Well, uh, they uh, uh, have done an exemplary job as of late, and uh, uh, they were, you know, very good at uh, uh, in the, the demon summoning case. They, you know, were on the front lines when we uh, investigated the." Uh, uh, Mr. Payne's uh, uh, warehouse, and so, yeah, it was, uh, you know, uh, they've done a good job, and so uh, if there's anyone to take over after I'm gone, 
Well, let's hope I won't be gone. Yeah, you know, the plan is for you and Maxwell and uh, to just kind of keep everybody safe, our healers. And then, you know, the three of us will we'll handle kind of the frontline grunt duties. Um, we really just need you to, to sort of protect the, the non-fighter, the non-combatants, and, uh, and, and just kind of bring up the rear. So hopefully you won't really see much action. That's, that's the plan, at least. He nods. He says, well, uh, when it comes to uh, battles and assaulting strongholds, uh, things don't always go as planned. But, uh, well, you know, something, something we'll uh, be finding out shortly out of wager. Yeah, I would help. You know, Max, you know who we could use? It's your boy JCPP. Too bad he's not here. Ah, oh, goddamn, that'd have been great. Mm-hmm. He, he kind of like looks as off forlornly and like seems sad that JCPP is not here to revel in the uh, battle. He says that would have been a sight to see. Yeah, you don't like you don't like sniff that autograph I got you every night, do you? Because no, weird. you weird. I'm just I'm just asking you because there'd be something. I'm just making sure you're not being weird on me. I'll show you weird with the backside of my goddamn cane. Uh, <laughs> uh, Alice, uh, Alterius and you were talking. Uh, is there any other questions you have for him? Or uh, uh, do you want to talk to anyone else? Uh, I'll talk to Severin. Yeah, Severin looks up at you and he's, you know, he's excited. It doesn't look like he, uh, 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 you know, eats quite so good usually. And so he's like, you know, half uh, uh, his mouth is half full. He's like, "Oh, mm, mm. Uh, uh, yes, miss." Bet you didn't think when you met us that you'd be doing this, did you? Uh, no, uh, I sure didn't. Uh, but uh, I've always looked at it this way: a job's a job, and uh, if you want to pay me for uh, some guard duty, no, nah, I could use the, the coinage. So, have you ever? Uh, what's your What's your combat experience like? Well, uh, as a young man, uh, I uh, uh, did a little bit of uh, uh, duty in uh, Strakhelm. Uh, you know, in Strakhelm, uh, all dwarves, when they reach a certain age, have to uh, go through uh, military school. Uh, so, you know, I, I have my uh, training to fall back on. I, I think I'm okay. Now, you said that uh, you were going to use this, this money for your family. If I'm not prying, what's... Uh... What's going on? Ah, uh, uh, to be honest, uh, 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 family had a little bit of a bad luck streak. Uh, there was a loss in the family, and uh, another family member got blamed for it. Uh, there was fines and legal fees. It was it was a mess. I uh, it's all behind me now, but uh, uh, I I definitely like to be able to you know do something for for my family. It's understandable. Family is important. He nods. He says, uh, you know, I, I lost out on a, a relationship with my sister. Uh, you know, things happened. Uh, but, uh, yeah, family, the family you got is important. I can oddly relate to that. And he kind of nods and, uh, uh, let's jump over to Thelonious. Thelonious, is there anything else you want to say to Madam Wendy? Is there anyone else you want to talk to? Uh, I'll talk to Blorzak real quick. Yeah, Blorzak is uh, 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 down the table from you, and uh, you sh- you uh, uh, talk to him. What do you want to say? 
So, boys, like, do you know anything about, you know, where we're heading, where this waterfall is? Have you been over there? Uh, no. The waterfall is too deadly. If I were to go down it, I'd be splat at the bottom of the falls. Uh, but regardless, if that's where we're heading, I can deal with water. Blorgzak is adept at water. Water is what he does. <laughs> Fair enough. You've never sent other people over to this area of the, the river or whatnot? No, out in the open like this, when it's not in the sewers, is a little too bright and dangerous for for the Bullywugs. Mm. Until we take over the city. Wait, what? Well, I mean, it just stands to reason. <laughs> what? That, that if we win, you're just going to take over? You're going to be the new governor of Rayburn Falls? Wait, governor? No, I'm a muck lord, not some lowly governor! Uh, that's fair enough. It's fair enough. We're forming a war band, aren't we? I thought that's what this was to do. Take over the city. Sure it is. Uh, Blorzak, have you met my good friend, Madam Wendy? Madam Wendy? A madam? How fitting of a friend for Mucklord Blorzak. I think so. You should ask her about her Frosties. They're really good. They're really tasty. Madam Wendy, what is this Frosty he speaks of? And how many will you give, Blorgzak? I wish I was dead. <laughs> Back over to Hannibal. I, uh, Hannibal, is there anything else you'd like to uh, say, talk to, anything? Um, I guess maybe. You want to find guess, out more about the Frosties, don't you? I don't. I think maybe. <laughs> Maybe I'll address the group in general. So, to the group and, and everybody, you know, tomorrow is going to be the beginning of a terrible, terrible battle. Uh, we obviously don't know how it's going to go. We hope we win, but we certainly may not. Uh, some <laughs> of us are going to talk. Animal. Some of us may not make Good it Lord. back. Some of us may not make it back. Uh, but those that do will remember any fallen comrades we have. And, uh, and, and I want you to know, we appreciate all the help you're giving to us. Uh, and, uh, and, and thank you for being here. Um, despite the fact that some of you we've actually paid, um, we appreciate your kindness. So thank you. Uh, go ahead and make a performance check. With disadvantage. <laughs> the meal canceled uh, out the disadvantage. <laughs> 15. Fifteen? No, everyone feels pretty good about that. I, uh, I, uh, Thelonious. Kizaro whispers to you, and he goes, Psst. "Hey, uh, on the plus side, you know, if things go south, uh, you and I are, uh, you know, dr draconic enough that I think we could just say that we switch sides and we'll get out of this alive, right?" Yeah, I give him a little wink. <laughs> But, like, not, not really being honest, but... And he kind of looks at you funny, and he goes, Well, I mean, so long as I survive. Uh, and he sits down again. Uh, is there anything else anyone wants to say to the group? Uh, or uh, say to anyone in particular? I'm good. I don't think I have anything for anyone else. I caused enough chaos. As soon as uh, <laughs> Hannibal finishes up his speech... And everyone kind of seems like they're, you know, uh, uh, prepared for, you know, uh, what the day brings tomorrow. The door to the kitchen swings open and Fritz says, 
I do have some dessert if you want it. Oh, that'd be amazing. And uh, you guys finish up the meal, have dessert, and with full bellies, everyone heads up to their own rooms, uh, and Blorgzak goes back outside. Uh, and Is Madam Wendy with them? No. <laughs> no. Madam Wendy would rather bite off her tongue and die. I. <laughs> uh, She'd rather bite off her tongue and die than probably talk to you ever again, honestly. <laughs> uh, and so, you guys, uh, uh, you know, go to bed. Uh, the only elf in the team uh, is Alice. Alice, you trance, and four hours earlier than anybody else, you are up. Well, it's kind of hard to focus on much else, so I think I'm gonna go see in uh, Fritz's little little library. Just if there's a an entertaining book that can distract me for a few hours. Perception check for me. Uh, eighteen. Uh, with an eighteen, you hear a very soft knock at the door. The front All right, door. I'll go. Uh, I'll go over and open it. You go downstairs and you open the door and you see that uh, as you're opening it, uh, there's a dwarf. Uh, he's got a, a, a pretty short blonde beard. Doesn't look especially old or anything. Uh, he has uh, blonde hair. He's wearing pretty nice clothes. It looks like he's about to set something down on the doorstep and he sees you and he goes, Oh, uh, I'm sorry, uh, miss, uh, uh, may I speak with, and he pulls out, uh, a note, and he says, uh, Hannibal, Demon Breaker, Thelonious, or Alice Rose? Uh, oh, I'm Alice. Oh, uh, well, this is for you, and he hands you, uh, a scroll. Do you, do you know what this is about? Uh, it's a message from Governor Thanemore. Oh, okay, so, uh, I guess I'll, can I read it real quick? <laughs> Uh, sure. Uh, he tips his, uh, 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 his little hat and he bids you farewell. Thank uh, you for the message. <laughs> uh, you go inside and inside is a letter from Governor Thanemore. It says, you know, to Alice Rose, Hannibal Demonbreaker, and Thelonious. Uh, it has been brought to my attention that, you know, Calamity is, has arrived upon the city of Rayburn Falls. And that the three of you, along with others, plan to deal with this accordingly. Should you do so and protect the city, uh, upon your return, you will be granted lordship in the city, as well as residence. And, uh, oh no, it'd be uh, residence as well as lordship uh, with uh, 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 the possibility of becoming counselors. Wow, that's a heck of a deal. Guess I better live. Right? Uh, and uh, that is the, the message from Governor Thanemore. He uh, pleads to you uh, uh, to save his city. Uh, you busy yourself in the library, uh, Alice. Uh, go ahead and roll me a d20. Uh, 14. 
With a 14, uh, you find uh, uh, a few little, like, uh, 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 simple kind of, like, you know, uh, uh, you know, like, transcripts of plays, essentially, that uh, Fritz would have on hand. And, uh, and they're fine. They're entertaining enough. They, they keep you busy for a few hours. And as the sun is rising, everyone starts to wake up and come downstairs. Uh, or come from out in the backyard and come downstairs. Uh, a light meal has been prepared by Fritz. Uh, everyone eats at it very sparingly. Uh, and as you guys are sitting around and preparing for the day, uh, Fritz says, well, so what is everyone doing for the day? And everyone kind of looks at each other and then looks at the three of you and doesn't know what to say to the poor guy. We're just going we, out for a little trip. We haven't told him anything. Yeah, we're Play along. Uh, we're gonna go. We're gonna go fishing. Oh well, enjoy your uh, trip fishing. Uh, I it's been so long since I've been fishing. I hope you enjoy your day. We'll see how it goes. Uh, we'll let you know. Well, I hope you catch the big one. Mm, that's the plan. And he smiles real big. Fritz, how are you spending your day today? Well, I figured I would uh, uh, go ahead and uh, uh, prepare dinner a little early, do a little bit of... And he looks at the floor that has bits of mud from Blarczak. He does a little bit of cleaning and uh, straightens up the rooms. Uh, 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 you've only paid for uh, one day for everybody. Is everyone planning on staying again, or is this just a one-day thing? Uh, we'll kind of see, you know, you might want to, I, I like your now. idea though. You should kind of stay, stay here for the day, you know, don't wander off too far or anything. Well, sure. Uh, if you think it's a good idea, I will stay in. Uh, is it, uh, is there a storm coming? Yeah. You can say I, that. Yeah, I can kind of sense it, you know, just kind of smell. <laughs> yeah, smells like a stormy day is coming today. He smells, and he looks over at Blorg Zach, and he goes, Oh, that was not what I was smelling, but uh, your sense of smell is uh, quite a bit heightened uh, more than mine. Uh, uh, oui, I shall uh, stay in. I will, uh, oh, I was going to do a little bit of laundry. I will pass on that, I suppose, if there's a storm coming. Uh, he says, I will just do some cleaning and prepare the rooms, and if uh, your friends need to stay another day, then very well. Great. Good plan. And he nods. He says, I do hope that you take care. Thanks. Thanks, Fritz. I give him a big hug. I give him a big hug. And he gives you a a hug back. He kind of, he's a halfling, so he's not very big, so he can't get his arms around you. So he kind of taps on your shoulder a bit as you lift him up to hug him. Hey, Fritz, and I hold up my flask. I'm like, any chance you could top me off before I go? uh, Wait, there was a little bit of wine left over from the other night. Uh, and Great. he glugs in the uh, the wine into your flask. Thanks, Fritz. You're a treasure. Hey, I, I'm going to chat with uh, these two for a second, kind of off to the side. Oh, sure. You pull uh, Thelonious and Alice aside. Everyone else starts heading outside and getting themselves ready and kind of uh, sort of just awkwardly standing around ready for this uh, thing. Hey, so if for whatever reason we don't make it back, do you think maybe we should leave our gold and stuff to Fritz? I'd say probably yeah, leaving not? some gold here. Right, so let's, let's let's take our gold, and we'll stick it. Uh, I don't know. You want to stick it like behind a book or something, and we'll tell well, him. Why like, don't you just put it? Why don't you just put it in your room? And okay. then if we don't come back, then it's his. Fair enough. 
All right. I'm going to go chat with uh, – I'm going to go do that real quick and then come back down and chat with uh, with Fritz for a second. Sure. Guys, before you go, I have something to tell you. And then I let them know about the uh, the governor's letter. Oh, yeah? Ooh. So, yeah. We, I think we need to we need to make it back. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. So, uh, uh, how much gold are you dropping in the room? By the way, uh, we'll say we'll say two grand. Wow, that is a lot of gold. Uh, you drop two grand in the uh, uh, in your room, set it aside, uh, like in one of the drawers or whatever, and you come back downstairs. Uh, and uh, uh, Fritz looks over at you as you walk back into the kitchen. Hey, Fritz. Uh... On the off chance that something happens and you don't see us again, not saying that it'll happen. It, it's unlikely. Uh, but, you know, anything anything you find of ours that's left here, it's all yours. You can, you get to keep it. Oh. Uh, he rolls insight and gets a three. And he says, <laughs> of course. Uh, uh, I'm sure it wouldn't be anything big. Uh, uh, make sure to take your valuables with you. But uh, very well. If anything else, I shall put it to use. Yep. Please do. It's all yours. And he, as oblivious as ever, smiles and nods and has no idea what you guys are about to be going through. Ignorance is bliss sometimes. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> uh, Fritz Burial uh, smiles and uh, uh, sees you guys off at the door, waves as you guys start walking down the, the, you know, the stone little path that leads to the street, and you guys... Uh, uh, with Blorgzak and Kizarro, you know, with hoods over their heads, uh, start marching your way to the, you know, kind of lower town of uh, Rayburn Falls so that you guys can try to get into the waterfall. Well, this is it. End game. Yep. One way or another, dense. Probably today. Maxwell uh, says... I uh, feel like I'm getting my uh, second wind. Uh, imagining chopping up demons is making me real excited. Hold on oh, to that yeah. thought. Yep. Uh, let's see. Uh, that's Maxwell's uh, thoughts. Mucklord Blorgzak, who's kind of hopping along, and you think he usually skulks in the shadows when he's crawling through the city. Uh, you think that he kind of has some like cocky swagger to himself as he's hopping uh, through the streets. He's like... Yes, once Blorgzak has smashed in all the skulls of his enemies, then he'll be the one ruling these streets. <laughs> Madam Wendy, who is nowhere near Blorgzak, uh, <laughs> is uh, kind of muttering to herself, and she's like, oh, I can't believe I got caught up in this. Uh, Severin Redforge is like, oh, don't worry, ma'am. Uh, you know, we gotcha. You'll be fine. Uh, Altarius Brightmore is kind of quiet. Uh, but he himself is just, uh, a really charismatic, handsome-looking guy, and so, even though he's probably a little on the, like, squeamish, nervous side, doesn't really show. He covers it up well enough. Uh, let's see, uh, Orvalt Stonepike is, uh, uh, kinda, uh, uh, has his, like, hand on the, uh, hilt, uh, or the handle, I should say, of a, uh, crossbow, and he has, like, a few axes at his uh, side, like hand axes. And uh, uh, you think that he's more than willing to just immediately pull that out at the drop of a hat. And then, uh, finally, Kizaro Bloodbane is kind of like, you know, every so often he looks at you, Thelonious, he's like, 
yeah, so, uh, you know, I, I just, I, I, we go in, I, I, I put you in the right direction, and then I uh, head back out of that portal. No? No? All right, fine, whatever, fine. Let's, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll stick around for a few minutes. And it just, he keeps trying to, like, uh, uh, like, haggle his position in this dungeon where he's, like, gonna leave at the drop of a hat. But uh, he's also currently handcuffed to Maxwell. Can I give him one more slap across the face for talking? Intimidation. That's a 23. <laughs> you smack him in the face. He's like, oh, jeez. Ah, what the hell? Ah, oh, god damn it. Oh, jeez. You gotta knock it off. Do you know how painful those scales on your fist are? You should probably stop talking like a dumbass then too, all right? As bad as rings. Good gods in heaven. Oh. Oh, I should have stayed on the back of that dragon. Ugh. And he mutters to himself as he, as you guys go along. And Maxwell is like, uh, uh, Mr. Uh, Stonepike, uh, you fight at range, right? And uh, he goes, uh, yes, sir. And he says, I'm going to handcuff him to you. <laughs> and uh, Orvalt isn't thrilled, but he says, well, I uh, have gotten used to dealing with people cuffed to me. And he says, well, come on, Junior. Yeah, junior. Yeah, Junior. Cobalt. I'm an adult, damn it. Just because I'm shorter than you. Goddamn dwarf. Uh, and uh, he just mutters and curses about dwarves and humans and uh, pretty much everyone but Thelonious is race. Uh, and I guess Blorgzak. He's he's not thrilled with Bullywugs, but you know, they're better than uh, uh, humans and elves. Uh, humans, elves, and dwarves. And you guys... Uh, Make your way to Lower Town early in the morning. Uh, is there anything else you guys wanted to do before you head to the waterfall? I don't think so. I don't have anything. No. I think it's I think it's time. It's go time. So you guys uh, get to the waterfall, and uh, there are uh, uh, like there is a, a pathway. Like, there's bridges and stuff that lead across the river, which is what everyone does. But feasibly, yeah, you can walk behind the waterfall. Uh, it's It looks like it's kind of, uh, 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 like, roped off. It's not, you know, for, like, general access. But uh, Orvalt walks up, slices it with his axe, uh, and he's like, well, I'm sure that uh, someone will, you know, straighten this up later if we don't make it back. <clears throat> well, let's uh, let's be on our way, shall we? Let's go. Let's go. And you guys carefully walk along the uh, the kind of the rim of like the stone wall is beside you. The waterfall is to your right, and you're kind of getting wet and stuff. And everyone's kind of annoyed by that, except for Blargzak. Blargzak is like, "Yes, this is exactly the type of place that Blargzak belongs. This is wonderful." Blorgzak is going to show you all what it's like to see a Bullywug fight in the water. Looking forward to it, Blorgzak. Can't wait. And so you guys, I uh, stop about midway through the waterfall. And you see it. There is a slight passage that's quite slim. You have to kind of squeeze through. Uh, and you think that that's where you need to go. Well, this is it. 
anyone who wants to turn back, except for you, Cobalt. Um, oh, damn it. <laughs> now's your chance. Uh, anyone coming with us? You need to be prepared for a fight. So if you're out, no hard feelings. You can turn around the other way. But if you're in, you better be in 100%. Uh, Kizaro looks to Orvalt and he's like, uh, hey, listen, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're stuck together right now with these handcuffs. You, you, you don't really look like you're thrilled to go. Uh, you, you want to get the hell out of here? And, uh, Orvalt says, I, uh, I might be many things, Kobold, uh, but a coward I ain't. And for the record, uh, I dealt with plenty of your type back in the war. He says, oh, god damn it. Oh, son of a bitch. You were you were on the League of Infernus' side, weren't you? And Orvalt just kind of smirks. He says, I never said I was proud of it, but yes, sir. He goes, oh, son of a bitch. And Kizaro looks miserable, knowing that Orvalt was on the opposing side of New Arcosia during the war. Are you guys squeezing through? Let's go. Yep. <clears throat> it's go time. And you guys take five, maybe even ten minutes to squeeze yourselves through. It's a little tougher for like you know people like Thelonious who are taller and bigger, but uh, you guys get through. And the uh, the small little crack in the waterfalls, you know, kind of uh, uh, back wall winds through and empties into a chamber that is probably maybe 40 feet by 40 feet. It's a cave. It's a dead end. It's wet. There's just like water dripping everywhere. Uh, the, the, you know, condensation is like built up and formed little pools on the ground and Blorgzak kind of hops into one of the puddles, and he's like, yes, this is exactly what Blorgzak is about. And he's just super excited. Uh, and uh, uh, you guys see, in the center of the chamber, is a portal. It's probably about five feet around. It kind of shimmers uh, the color red. I think that's it. If you guys want, you can make an Arcana check. 26. Hot damn. Nine. Uh, four. Well, nine and I four. like that my bonus is more than your rolls almost combined. Yeah. I uh, With the nine and a four, uh, I, I sure looks like a portal. I uh, Your rogue, though, who has belligerent uh, uh, skill abilities because of class features. I, uh, you know, just had to trade a bit of survivability for that. Uh, it's fine. You know that this is indeed a portal. This is a portal that leads to the elemental chaos. You think that this portal has been here for some time, and there's a few things that you can glean from it. The, uh, the major thing uh, is that you think that this portal, no matter what goes into it, it adjusts its size for the being that walks through it. So if you guys walk through it, you know, it's going to work just fine. 
even if, uh, you know, Thelonious, who's a little taller, you know, if the portal was a little under his uh, head, it, he would get through just fine. What that means is that if a being of immense size, I don't know, say a demon prince, were to step into that portal, it also would open up to the size of that creature, that being. All right. We probably need to wrap this up pretty quickly because uh, there's, there's, there's no size restriction on this, this portal. So anything that is uh, perhaps a little too large that we don't want coming this way has free reign right now. Otherwise. Oh, boy. Otherwise, Alice, uh, with a, uh, what, what was your role again? Like 26? 26. Uh, with the 26, you think that this portal has been here a long time. Uh, you know that the uh, this mountain range uh, is very, very heavily tied to the elemental chaos. Specifically, though, the element of fire. All right, guys, I think we're going to be dealing with a lot of fire. So uh, let's have fun with that. You guys jumping in? Let's do it. Let's do this. You guys start jumping in, and the last thing you hear before you three jump in is Blargzak saying, Wait, fire! And you guys jump through the portal. With a flash of red that almost blinds you even with your eyes closed, you guys appear. And you seem to be inside an enormous cave. Behind you is the portal. However, uh, behind that is a wall of fire. You think that uh, in this dimension, you're on the other side of a waterfall, but rather than a waterfall, it is a firefall. It is fire and magma oozing down behind you, and it just is immensely hot. All right, well, we're here. Um... That is a tremendous amount of fire and lava behind us. So I would say don't back up. Good call. Through the portal, the rest of your allies come through, and they're immediately just, like, flabbergasted. Uh, Maxwell uh, uh, kind of curses under his breath. Uh, Orvald seems maybe a little more experienced, you know? He's, he's not as surprised by this. However, uh, <clears throat> like, Severin Redforge is just like Andros in the heavens. I never would have imagined something like this. And you guys are uh, like in this, you know, enormous cavern structure. And uh, you see that uh, there is a staircase that leads down. Uh, and you see an enormous field of smelts anvils and you hear the sound of hammering good this must be where they forge things uh go ahead and uh make me perception checks all three of you 25 14 uh 22 with a 14 i uh, thelonious you see uh, uh, 
you know, the, the whereas this is a, a cave, you know, and like typically your vision would be, you know, limited by sunlight and, and natural or, you know, and, and like, you know, lights like that and stuff. Uh, your vision extends very far out to see all this because all the fire in this place, the ground itself glows an orange color. Uh, you have no trouble with vision while you're in this cave. Uh, let's see, Hannibal, uh, you hear the sound of uh, hammering, ringing out, uh, and uh, uh, as far as that goes, uh, you see the, the, the stair, the path down the staircase uh, leads to uh, uh, like a, a couple of you know those anvils and smelts and stuff. And it looks like there is basically a trail that leads and kind of coils through this uh, uh, foundry and leads deeper into this place. Uh, Alice, uh, you think you see uh, what's making the hammering? Uh, like uh, for Thelonious and uh, uh, Hannibal, it's just figures. You just see kind of like vague uh, figures. I, Alice, you see what look to be uh, burning forms that are on fire doing the hammering. Oh, good. Do I know what they do? I know what they are from this distance. You can't quite tell exactly what they are, but you think that they are glowing. You think that they are on fire. They seem to be large sized. Oh, good. I whisper to uh, Hannibal and Thelonious, and I'm like, good, all our enemies are on fire. This should make things easier. Um, so if we go down the stairs, are they, like, to the left and the right of the staircase? They are, yep. So we're not going to be able to sneak by them, basically. I, I mean, you certainly could try, but everything's bright because of the, the fire, and you have a big group following behind you guys. Yeah, so stealth is not going to be our weapon in this in this case, guys. Yeah, I think we're gonna think we're gonna have to fight. There's not like a perimeter we can walk around or anything like that. Well, here's the thing: your your staircase goes down, uh, and then from there, it's just a field of these like anvils and smelts and blacksmith stations. And so, I mean, the the trail kind of winds through. I mean, even if you took the perimeter, it's up against the walls, essentially. Okay. How many of these do we see? How many what? I'm sorry. Uh, how, how many of these flaming beings do we see? Uh, off the bat, just from here, the like the first batch, uh, you see uh, 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 three at each station, one on the left and one on the right. Maybe we just casually walk on by maybe they'll be busy doing their work they won't see us and then if they do and then we'll deal with it then yeah i mean that we can try it i don't know what else to do kizaro, what if it's... kizaro oh, goes <laughs> uh you brought me here for a reason right yeah we did what, what are these got? things well uh so here's the thing uh apparently this lair was used by somebody else a long time ago, probably a hundred years ago or something, hundreds, 50 years ago, I don't know, a uh, long time. 
And, uh, well, there was a lot of dead salamanders. Salamanders? Like the lizard salamanders? <laughs> uh, not quite, friend. Uh, if you guys want, you can roll nature if you want to know what a salamander is. Unnatural 20. Nine. One thing I'm not good at, seven. <laughs> uh, Alice, you're like, ah, salamander. I don't even think I've ever heard of that thing called a salamander. Hannibal's like, yeah, it's like an amphibian. Uh, Thelonious. Salamanders are uh, fire elemental creatures. They're like reptilian fire elementals that have a bottom half that is of like a giant snake and a top half that's kind of humanoid and they're on fire and uh, they typically, you know, a, a salamander on its own is usually pretty against anything that is not a salamander. So that's what we have in front of us, our salamanders? It's just, well, uh, only halfway there, uh, I'm afraid. What do you mean halfway there? Well, they were dead when Pyralis took this place over. And, you know, she uh, uh, has some real scary magic. And so now they are undead salamanders. Uh, oh, great. They're, oh, awesome. they're skeletons that are on fire. And, uh, uh, yeah, they, they look pretty creepy. And uh, I'm pretty sure she's not only using them to forge weapons for new Arcosia, uh, but, you know, they're basically her watchdogs for this area, too. Oh, all right. Uh, is there a way around him? He looks around. He says, not that I can see. All right. Okay, so what are these things uh, weak to? Any idea? Uh, he looks over at Blorgzak, who's utterly miserable. And Blorgzak is like, there was supposed to be water. <laughs> oh, who would make such a horrid place? And he goes... Uh, yeah, water and ice and stuff. Uh, that's what I would probably focus on. Um, what if so I... Like six total? I uh, yeah, three at each station, left and right. And then what's your question, uh, Thelonious? What if we try to distract them and then kind of run away? Like I could try and do some sort of prestidigitation to grab their attention, send them off somewhere, or we could use someone as bait. Why? Why are you yes, looking at me what? like that, there, uh, Mister Thelonious? All right, let's you guys think know this exactly through. who I'm thinking of. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Here's the problem with that: is that even if we okay, let's say we go with that, they're gonna finish the bait off pretty fast, and then we're gonna be pincered between those things and whatever we come up across next. Well, says, we can't see what's further beyond them, can we? Uh, not very easily. This big here. field. Yeah. Kizaro okay. uh, uh, says, uh, "For the record, uh, I I will scream and run to you if you use me as bait. I am not going down without you." All right. Here's we aren't going to use you as bait. We'll no, leave. I tape your mouth shut before I send you. Uh, I can make noise. <laughs> All right. All what right. if I tried to use some presentation to create at least some sort of distraction? I think. I think we have think the same still, problem. I think we still need to go after them. I, I, I don't think we have a choice to matter. Well, but just the, we don't know how tough these things are. They're just watchdogs. They're not royal guards. Uh, you know. Madam Wendy, 
uh, chimes in, and she says, Oh, you're as stupid as you are ugly. At me? Rough. And she points at Thelonious. Oh, all right. Uh, She says, Not that the rest of you are all that intelligent. Now listen here. Undead aren't distracted by things like illusion. That's what makes them so nasty. All right, then what do you recommend, Wendy? Get your miserable sorry asses in there. I'm hot and miserable. And she looks at uh, 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 Hannibal, and she casts protection from energy. uh, She casts it at a higher level to protect Alice and Hannibal. She says, you resist fire already. And she doesn't like you. (laughs) Uh, And she says, get your asses in there and put up with the heat. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. Let's just leave these guys here and go take care of it like we're supposed to do. Fine. Okay. Uh, well, I already have a ring of fire resistance. Some of your, if we only had some of your Frosties, Madam Wendy, it could help. Oh, uh, then she only cast it on Hannibal. There okay. we go. All I was right. going to ask if that was going to, like, double up, but okay. No, it wouldn't so double right. up, I'm afraid. Uh, All right. She uh, cast Protection from Energy on you, uh, uh, Hannibal, uh, which is good. That means she has now more spells for later. I, uh, uh, let's see. I, uh, what can your other friends do? I, uh, Altarius looks to, uh, 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 the three of you. He says, uh, Hannibal, you're going to be on the front lines. Yeah. Uh, who needs protection more? You or, uh, Miss Alice? Probably Miss Alice. No, well... What, what were you thinking, Altarius? I can cast a shield spell on you. Give it All to right. Hannibal. I can I can attack from a range if need yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, but they're skeletons, right? Is that my wrong here? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so your arrows aren't going to do shit to a skeleton. We need to smash these things. Uh, then he casts a shield of faith on Alice. You have plus two AC uh, unless Altarius gets smacked in the face or until the end of the battle. I like it. Uh, Maxwell uh, uh, looks to the three of you and says, uh, so do you want me, Orval, uh, the weenie, Severin, and the uh, Toadman to take down the one set of the three and you guys deal with the uh, others? I think that makes sense. Yeah, that's fine. He nods. He says, we'll hold the ones uh, on the uh, right off and uh, you guys take care of the ones on the left. All right, okay. just don't do die. It. If it starts to get hairy, back off, and we'll we'll help you out. He nods, and he says, I'll hold you to that, young master. Yes, sir. And um, bludgeoning weapons would help. So if you have some kind of bludgeoning weapon, I would say use that. Skeletons take a lot more damage from bludgeoning weapons than they do piercing weapons. Uh, he pulls out uh, uh, a uh, mace, and uh, let's see. Uh, Severin would have a mace as well. I... Uh, uh, let's see. Mucklord Blorgzak pulls out the trident, and he's like, I mean nothing else but this trident. Oh, gods, it's miserable. Uh, Kizarro, who's stuck with Orvalt, is like, uh, yeah, but we're, we're gonna be, uh, launching, uh, 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 you know, attack from the back, though, right? And, uh, Orvalt looks to Maxwell, he says, I don't suppose you've got a another flail in there, do you? Or another uh, mace in there, do you? 
And uh, Maxwell says, uh, what a coincidence. I sure do. And he hands it to him and uh, uh, gives a, uh, uh, oh, like looks at uh, uh, Kizaro and goes, nah, you'll be fine. And he's like, ah, this goddamn racism, this is bullshit. And so the group is ready. The two casters are in the back. Uh, Orvalt is going to stand by them with Kizaro and basically use him as a shield. Uh, is there anything else you guys want to do before you uh, head down? Go for it. Yeah. You guys head down the stairs. And the the two stations are far enough away that, like, you know, that they're not, like, so close to each other. They're probably about 60 feet away from one another. And you guys were going to the one on the left, right? Correct. On the left. Correct. Okay. Uh, you guys uh, 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 blitz into uh, the the... Uh, the blacksmith station and the you now get a good look they're tall uh they're probably about like 10 almost 15 feet tall uh these skeletal snake lower halves with like a skeletal top half uh and the skeleton is on fire the uh as they're hammering away at the uh uh like the the forge the, the one that's hammering uh, immediately turns to see you guys, and its eyes glow an even brighter red than the fire that surrounds it. And the, uh, and the uh, uh, sword that it was working on, it grabs, and it picks up the burning uh, uh, greatsword that it's using like a long sword. Uh, and it makes like a nasty hissing sound. And the, the, that one and the two others with hammers sort of like rise up and uh, prepare for combat. Uh, only for uh, the one in the front to open its mouth and you hear a familiar voice come out of it. I did not expect to see you all here so soon, but welcome to the new Arcosia Foundry, my young dreamers. And Pyralis's voice taunts you from the skeleton. And that's where we're going to go ahead and pause. Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. This show is brought to you by listeners like you. If you wish to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gamezilla media. From there, you'll be able to gain excellent perks, like a behind-the-scenes show for Noobs and Dragons. We thank you for your patronage.